Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living in the Limelight. I'm your host, Jay Huller. As a quick reminder, please follow us on Instagram at Living in the Limelight Show and check out our website at livinginthelimelight.com. And of course, you can find our podcasts at almost all of the major streaming services. Every week, we feature another conversation with a stage performer where we delve into what makes them tick and hopefully get a little glimpse into some of the behind-the-scenes action. This week, we feature a conversation with Coley Gilchrist. Coley is a force to reckon with. She's a singer, dancer, director, producer, just about anything in the entertainment industry that you can put an er on at the end, she has a hand in. She has actively been developing her craft for most of her life with lots of credits to her name. She's an independent artist with seemingly limitless potential and creative energy. Let's meet Coley. Welcome to Living in the Limelight. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure. It is an honor to have you on. Um, of course, you and I have known each other for a few years, but uh, one of the main goals of this podcast is to just get good people out into the world. And you're just such a solid person in um, my corner and my world and the things that I do that um, is an absolute pleasure to be able to take this time and talk about you and the things that you do and sort of paint a picture of the entertainment industry in general um, as an independent artist, uh, because there are so many of you out there and uh, it's a, it's a struggle. I can only imagine akin to like a, an author. Um, so maybe we'll start there as like, just tell us what it's life like in your day to day life um, as a creator, as an independent artist and the, the good things and, and maybe the struggles and how you kind of overcome some of that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you once again for having me. It's a pleasure to talk with you. Um, I am an independent, uh, I'm an independent singer, performer, entertainer. Um, I've, you know, been performing live and producing and releasing music, um, you know, kind of consistently and, and, and for real, <laughs> for like the past five years, I would say, I come from a, a family that is filled with, you know, great, great different styles of music that I was born into. Um, so I have such a mixture of that with what I do now. And um, just with the bold personality and like, you know, the, um, the things I was given as someone coming from, you know, two sides of my family, my mom's side, my dad's side, and also kind of a mixture of, you know, my religion and, and my spirituality, all that kind of is what I put out into the world today with whether it's a song or a skit or I'm dancing somewhere and, and creating a video of some kind. Um, my content is something that I, I really cherish because I know that, you know, people enjoy it. And it, it, it just is a way to put clean, wholesome, but, you know, entertaining entertainment <laughs> out into the world. And, and that's what I really love to do. So I do a little bit of everything, but mainly definitely singing and performing. So when you wake up um, on a typical day, let's say not a day that you're booked on a gig because you know that's where you're headed, but on, on, a, mm-hmm. on an off day when uh, when you just, when you wake up, is your brain totally consumed with just ideas jumping at you or is it more kind of a steady flow? Is, is it a come and go? And, and, and how do they present themselves? Because one of the greatest things I love about having good conversations with artists is I, I want to try to get inside their brain a little bit because mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a very left brain person. I'm a computer geek and I, I can think of things in logic terms, but that whole creative side has just been fascinating to me. I want to grab onto it. Um, so how does it, 
is it a natural thing for you or do you sit down and go, I think I want to write a song today. And is it more of a structure or how does it happen? Yeah. Yeah, Every day is a bit different. Um, I definitely, if if an idea comes to mind um, and it's just like one that I'm really excited about, I will give it as much time as I can to really, you know, go straight to either writing something down or, or just typing it out to, to, kind of get it out of my brain before I move on to the next thing and like forget about it. I hate when I forget about good ideas mm-hmm. or when something's mine. So um, yeah, I'm constantly, you know, either thinking about social media related content just to keep that flow going. Cause that's, that's really a job of an independent artist. Absolutely. If you don't have it for you, you're kind of the one who has to be on top of that stuff. And I don't mind it. I, I enjoy it, but I, it, it does, it can get overwhelming. So I, I do try to start my day. Um, we're just, you know, not diving right into it if I can help it. Um, there's tons of ways things come to me, whether I'm getting inspiration from something else or um, it's an idea that was kind of left in the dust and I, I revisit it and I want to, I don't want to give up on it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, it's, it's really the schedule of my day. Um, it always depends. Something is always shifting and changing or something that I didn't plan is always happening whether you know an idea for a song comes to me and I stop everything to get it done or I'm backed up on other work and you know just learning more about the music industry or just doing some more studying up on different artists and whatever else for knowledge that I, I'd like to have um, you know it, it comes in waves and that's the interesting part about it is um, when in other parts of my life I am so you know organized and I, and I like things to be planned out it's kind of fun to have some spontaneity in, in, in the way creativity hits me and different ideas come into my mind for me to kind of get them out into the world. And that makes total sense. And it, and it gives me hope because um, I'm glad to know that you have a structured side because the, the, what I see of you and what the public sees is just the, the magnificent content and the songs and the videos. And it's like, oh my gosh, she just, she must do that 24 seven. But um, <laughs> and this is what people need to realize. There's, there's a lot of work in the background, especially as an independent like you said, if yeah. you don't have someone who's got the social media under wraps, I, I know, for example, young uh, performers who their parents do it for them. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they're free as a youngster should be to have, to live their life and, and create. But as an adult, um, it, right. you gotta, you have to make those choices and you got to do some things to, to, to pull, you know, the lights on and the bill and the roof over your head and whatnot. So yeah. I, I, I feel for you on that. And I would love for you to have an environment where it was just, uh, you were doing your thing and maybe, and that, that could be the case, you know, of course, down the road, that's the dream is to have that just a open calendar, right. Um, where right. you can do what you want. So, um, I love your, um, origin story. Um, and it shows because of the <laughs> diversity of content that you put out there. Um, could you speak a little bit to how maybe you have seen, um, music and in, in entertainment in general, uh, evolve over the time and how your mission and your direction might be a little bit contrary to that, but on purpose. Yeah, absolutely. I, like I said, I've, I've been exposed since an early age to different styles of music, um, R&B, pop, you know, I, I was a big Disney girl. <laughs> and I think a lot of that shows in my songwriting today, but also gospel and Christian music were were my roots and I, I, I'm so blessed to have that a part of 
my life and just what I live and breathe because it translates into my into my creativity, into my artistry, everything I put out. So with the industry today, I, I, I've seen that there's a gap, you know, happening with just what I what I'd like there to be more representation of in the industry. And I feel myself filling that gap. And, and that what I think is missing is, you know, more music, more more entertainment, more creative, who whose values shine through and, and the values stand for uh you know, being able to reach people of all different ages, nothing that is, you know, overly explicit or just offensive here and there. I think we're missing some different elements of storytelling that are just a little more loving and a little, you know, just less harsh. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of negativity that that is pouring into our, our youth. And um, I, I wanted to be a part of the opposite end of that. I want to give back positive positive imagery, positive storytelling, um, and things that I know that my parents will be proud of seeing me perform, you know, later on down the line. Um, I, when I was getting into singing and like understanding that, oh, I, I can, I can perform and, and build a name for myself, just like other artists have, but you got to start somewhere. And so if you don't have original music out, then you go to doing covers, you know? Right. And um, when I was getting into covers, me, my vocal coach, we were looking for things and it was kind of challenging to find songs that I could sing as a 10-year-old girl at, a, at an open mic or at, at the community festival that were appropriate, but also that, you know, showed them that I had real skill and real drive and could really entertain and wow them with my vocals and with my presence. So that's what I want to give back um, to, to the music industry and to the entertainment industry in general, um, music that can, can just be so relatable to different age groups and no matter where you come from or what you do, some piece of my artistry can stick with you, and that's that, that's the goal for me. It's really admirable, and uh, it reminds me of a couple of things. One, are there artists, contemporary artists today, that um, you would align with, and they would be, you'd say, um, inspirational for you, and that you would turn toward as um, that would feed your fire? Versus, like, mm, I'm not so sure. Are there a couple of artists that you could name that would fit that mold? Absolutely. Well. <laughs> I, when I get this this question, I'm always it's always hard for me to instantly think of a list of people. Mm-hmm. But the, the one person that stands out will always be Tori Kelly. Oh. Um, and and I, I don't the music I make is you know similar to her style, but um, you know I have elements of more R and B and soul and different you know textures of what I do. But she was just such a go to. She's just such a pillar of someone who has broken the barriers of being. Um, kind of basically a secular performer, secular singer, but also, you know, I can sing Christian music and I can write a full Christian album that goes to the top of the chart because that's still such a big side of me. I don't have to hide my religion or have to kind of keep things secret in order to be, you know, a world known name, um, a national, a national name, a national entertainer. And her being the powerhouse that she is, the talent was undeniable anyways. So, um, just having, just knowing that She's been so unapologetic about, you know, where she comes from and what she believes. That that definitely gave me the kick to know I can do the same thing and, and then be able to touch people of my color, you know, in, in that own way. And then people of all colors. <laughs> but definitely for, for the black community, I think it, it's great to have, you know, somebody like that who's giving back in, in a positive way and who can reach these young folks and um, 
have something they enjoy. So Tori Kelly is another one, another person. Um, you know, Michael Jackson, he was someone who, mm. who was just so, so, and, and all of his songs, you know, had meaning and just that, that, that factor behind them that people really, really enjoyed. And it's just something that's undeniable, you know, Winnie Houston, those big names. And I, I think it, it's, it's something that most big names kind of carry with them that, that thing of being just so, uh, versatile and able to reach people. And, you know, I, I don't want my music to offend. I want people to be able to sing it to my songs and, and, and feel seen and feel heard. But, you know, that doesn't mean I have to be cursing at you or talking about this, that, and third for my message to come across. Absolutely. And it, I'm glad you, you, you dropped those names in there because it makes me, um, makes me have a, it is a pretty big question. So t- take your time with it if you need to. But so with the two tragedies, essentially with Whitney and uh, Houston and Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. I can see as popularity and fame arises in someone, there's the, the draw of all of the negatives of the industry that people are well aware of. How do you think you can maintain? Cause I, I really feel like this is going to happen to you. You're going to get to that level um, mm-hmm. because of this, the dynamic nature of your entertainment and the, the drive that you have. I just, I've always seen that in you and that's why I've loved being connected with you. It's just the, the energy that you bring towards what you do and backing it up with, uh, uh the morals and whatnot. But how do you think yeah. you will f- firm up your own fortitude, um, toward that and those, those temptations and those negatives as you move along in your career? Right. You know, it's something that it creeps up on you. Mm-hmm. It, uh, temptation and, and, you know, things can draw you, things that can draw you outside of who you truly are and your true value, they can sneak up on you in so many different ways. And it's just been a test of my of my faith over the past few years as I continue to be more independent, continue to grow and get older. Um, just as, as a young woman, um, especially somebody who, who does music and performs, it's so easy in the entertainment, uh, the, the entertainment industry. You you just see people left and right come in one way and get chewed out a totally different way mm-hmm. than, than they were. And um, I have a lot of faith in the path that God has for me. Um, I, I know it's going to be hard. It has been hard already just to even have the conversations with myself about. Mm, you know what? Maybe not that outfit. Maybe not that. Huh. You know, maybe not that provocative outfit. Although it might be cute, <laughs> but <laughs> some things that you just have to you have to wait. Is it worth it? You know, I I, I want like I said, I want my artistry to be acceptable and, and to be liked and, and to be um interesting to to any type of person. And um, more even more than that, I want to be proud of what I put out in the world, and right. I want to know that. My talent and, and what's inside of me is the, is the thing that's getting me there so it, it just takes it, it takes self-control it takes trust and if you trust your gift enough then you'll know that that that's what's going to be the key to get you where you need to be um all that extra stuff is, is exactly it's just extra you know um and I, I just try to seek out the artist and, and have faith and and look look at the artists that I, kind of the ones that i named even ones that are younger and up and coming and grinding um, you know, thanking God that, that they exist or that they have existed for, for those things and, and that flame of people who have, you know, their virtues shining through the most has not gone out yet and hasn't been. 
Yeah, and it is truly something, and I sort of a life lesson maybe for everyone. Uh, they say, um, you know, do what you love. And if mm-hmm. it's something that gives you um, pleasure but is also um, beneficial to the world in, in the positive ways, it's, it's going to have value and it's going to have perpetuity and it's going to continue and it's going to be um, fulfilling. Um, yeah. So I, I love that you would, you know, we would, lean back on your faith because I, I see that. And, um, one mind, Justin Bieber comes to mind. He's, you know, recently mm-hmm. expressed that has been a, a pillar for him. And, uh, you know, sometimes the, the, the industry, like you said, can chew you up. Like we just see it too many times. And, um, I, I know that won't happen to you. And I just, I just can't wait to see what's, what's next around the corner for you and how you handle it and, and what you give us. Um, so let's talk about your, your, your content. Um, I have, I was reviewing, um, a few things prior to this and then I watched several times your, your dynamic, um, sort of a self-authored, um, music video, um, for Corduroy, um, a song that you, I believe you've want to talk about this too, um, you know, the, the genesis of that song and how it, um, how it began and, and what people need to be aware of is most cases or almost all cases when an artist produces music, it's not um, 15 minutes in front of a, a mic at a, at a console. <laughs> I mean, that might mm-hmm. be the draft, but it's mm-hmm. nowhere near what it's going to be at the end. And so maybe talk about that song first and then the video and how it happened and, and the role that you had in it. Cause, um, you're an independent creator and you weren't just the music behind the video. You, you had a big hand in it. Right. Absolutely. Corduroy, um, single I put out towards the end of, of last year. Ooh, it's time to go about that. Um, <laughs> I wrote this song, I think, in 2018. was when the first draft kind of came to me. Um, I, don't, I don't think I was fresh out of a breakup or anything, but, you know, emotions can still linger on, you know, long after they've, they've sure. happened or the um, event has happened. And um, I was just in a spot of kind of, I knew the vibe I wanted and, and the words just kind of flowed out about, situation where you're you're losing a loved one or the person has already kind of left your life and in this sense it was it was mainly catered around a relationship topic but um i was just describing that feeling of of not having somebody and um if it's someone who's so important to you and that has been around often um you you just might have some things of theirs that you've kept on to or that maybe they haven't come back to get from you yet um and it can be a real shocking like awakening and eye opener mm-hmm. um, to keep things and hold on to things. One, it can be unhealthy, you know, when, when it's overdue and it's time for you to move on and, and you just, you just can't because, you know, sometimes you do have to let go of the physical things in order to spiritually be able to break away from it and, and to have that closure um, that you have to sometimes give yourself about things. And it also translates to, um, if you've lost a loved one mm-hmm. and you've gone through that departure and, and what, what it feels like to, you know, have something that tragic happen, it, 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 it can be heartbreaking to, you know, see remains of, of their things around you. Sure. Um, whether it's photographs or clothing, um, even, you know, just remembering how they talked or jokes they made or things they would say. Um, all those things, have real emotional ties to the heartstrings, so it can be just a difficult a difficult thing to realize that you have these things but that person isn't isn't there and so the person's gone and um what that heartbreak feels like 
Um, so the song does give hope in a sense about, you know, in a way just knowing that everyone goes through it and um, it's just normal. But um, it also, I think, touches people to, to have, you know, conversations with themselves about, hmm, what is something I may be holding on to that may not be serving me anymore from this relationship that, you know, maybe it's time for me to depart and, and, and um, you know, put, put behind me and put that in the past. And um, that's what that's what the song was about. So, and, and that is, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's the magic I think of of music, especially like a, a, a TV show or a, a movie that we watch. It'll stick with you. You might watch it a few times, but music tends to um, embed itself into our brains. We're humming along to it, um, and the message behind it, as we roll the lyrics through, we balance it into our lives, right? And I, I completely appreciate the fact that that song. And in just the two interpretations that you mentioned about losing a, in a breakup situation or losing a loved one, um, there are probably dozens more, but how it can land with the public. Um, that's the beauty of art because then it can be accepted and adopted in the personal way um, that everyone, you know, would love to, to see it and experience it. Do you, do you find fulfillment in that? Like when you in, um, interact with the, your public and your fans, do you, do you love like, like the personal connections that they bring to you um, that, that your work has done for them? Oh, yes. That is always the icing on the cake for me. Um, nothing nothing feels, you know, much better than that. You know, I, I've, I've had people cheer for me and, and congratulate me. Um, but when people either come up to me and you just see their face light up and for them to go the extra mile of letting me know that something specific that I've written um, has touched them, that's always so impactful to me. Whether it's, you know, they the song has come out and they text me a, a paragraph message or they take the time to repost it on Instagram or, or, or Twitter or whatever the case. Um, and that they they feel so strongly about it to let others know and then to, to, to make sure that I know and that I see it, that um, will always just wow me um, because, you know, nobody has to do that. Nobody has to tell you how they feel about something they can just enjoy it and go about their business and um it just really validates songwriting for me as somebody of course i sing but i i, I my, my intentions are to grow as a songwriter and, and to always stay truthful with my storytelling mm-hmm. but um in these in these first few moments of, of my singles that i've had out already it feels so rewarding and fulfilling to know that people see the depth of what I write and they can relate to, to these things I'm talking about because I know it makes me know that I'm not alone in what I put out and it just feels good to, to have that validation. <laughs> you just gave the best segue to your current single called Alone. <laughs> I didn't realize yes. until you had mentioned the word alone in that phrase I'm like, oh, beautiful. So let's <laughs> let's move into that. Actually, but before we do, I have to have a slight pause because um, in that video, which I want uh, for Corduroy that I want everyone to go see, um, mm-hmm. you can get a glimpse, of course, of, of the presence that, um, Coley has on the screen, but one scene, especially really, um, just, it keeps rolling back in my mind. And it's that scene with you facing the closet, um, mm. toward the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it is so convincing, um, cause it's one thing to see an artist, you know, portraying the, the action of what's happening, but after you two have separated, um, you've given clothes back, but the, the jacket remains and you just yeah. have that final release almost of, of the emotion of the, what is that like for you uh, to, to 
take your own work and put it in a visual form. So you're taking audio to visual and then deciding, okay, well, this is where I need to do this and I'm, I need to show. What was, what was surrounding that particular scene, I guess, is what I want to ask. Yeah, absolutely. Um, corduroy, a lot of times when, I, when I'm songwriting, um, you know, visuals just kind of come to mind anyways because that's how I kind of see things. And, and, and that's, that's what I really love about how I work and how my creativity kind of happens mm-hmm. and comes to life. And the music video, you know, it the way it all worked out was exactly how it needed to be. And it was it was a lot of understanding, you know, what what I want this song to be and it's just something as special as this message I'm trying to put out and, and the care that I'm giving the vocals and the production and whatnot, why not make the video just the same way? If you know, if you're gonna do it, might as well do it and, and give it your all and um feel proud about it. And so I wanted to put something out, you know, after making mistakes in the past of releasing something when, you know, it might have been rushed or just not exactly where I wanted it to be. Um, and that goes into, you know, being a perfectionist here and there. But I did really want to be proud of, of this of this moment looking back on this video and I, I truly am. Um the the concept of the video started, like I said, probably around two thousand eighteen when I was writing the song and um I went ahead and shot a rough draft just to kinda of get the idea out. But you know, I was thinking, Oh, this is it, this is gonna be this is gonna be the one I put out and this is gonna be I'm done and I'm good. And that was not the case. <laughs> um like reality hit me and, and you know I went back and watched it and then like a year or two passed or whatever the case. And I, I just knew that it could be done better. Like the, the bones and the skeleton of the video was what I wanted, but I said, okay, let, let, let's get the budget where it needs to be. Let, let's get the crew, let's get the cast, whoever's involved, you know, let me really plan this out to the T because I see the promise that this has. I just want, I want everyone to see what I know it can be. So I, I scrapped it. I went to the drawing board again. Um, I got the song reproduced and um, just embellished and polished, re-recorded, um, whatever it took to kind of get a nice final product. And we um, got the video. It might have been 2020. That was 2020. And um, saw the video again. And this time it was just, it was just perfect. Everything was working out and falling into place. It was a lot of moving parts, but they were falling into place. And I was so blessed. And I knew that God had his hands on the production. And with us kind of doing like a redo for the whole thing, mm-hmm. um, I I definitely enjoyed seeing it all come together, and it, it was just beautiful. We we had filmed the video. And this is the funny part: we filmed the video and the song. Um, there's one part of Cordova that's um, the short version, I call it, and then there's an extended version. So how these two things came about, we had um, I had the short version I thought that was going to be all I was going to release and we filmed the video and we went back and we just noticed we had so much footage that we would have kind of thrown away mm-hmm. if we you know put, didn't put it in the video but the song was only you know so long so I had always had in the back of my mind a thought that you know what the song is good but this this song can be worthy of an extended portion that just kind of gives it more time for me to, for me to express a few more points that I want to make in this song and a few more emotions that I want to, that I want the audience to feel from this song and kind of tie it off with a nice bow and, and really close the sentence and, and this, this feeling of this song that it has. So I ended up, <laughs> we, we shot the video. I ended up going back to the drawing board to write 
the extended portion. So it was totally backwards. I wrote it. I got, you know, some violence and strings involved. And I was able to really craft it, how it was all, you know, oh, sounding goodness. in my brain. Um, and then luckily we had the footage already there just to tie in and, and make it almost like a short little, it feels like a film to me almost. You know, there's music videos, but this one definitely has a film quality that I, I was so grateful that we captured in the essence and just not cutting the story short. Oh, cutting the story short. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that was beautiful. That's a super testament to your, um, to, to the flexibility that you bring to the table. And I have worked with you um, through Georgia Has Talent and I've seen this actually live where, um, and it brings me back to, um, it was COVID time. It was the first time you were working with us and uh, it was, we treated it. Um, we had the artists come in and uh, film their segments instead of them running a live show. We, we taped it all, um, which was my actually first experience in a, in, a, in a production kind of environment, but you looked very much at home. Uh, mm. But of course there are surprises. And so we, okay, let's run this take. And then uh, you would introduce the artist and they would come up and if they messed up or something happened, <laughs> it, you know, it was a do over. And I just saw, I saw how um, professionally you handled that and how you were able to, bounce back and forth between um, being on the stage and then handling the mechanics behind it and getting ready for the next. Um, it was very validating um, after we had gotten together and said, yeah, let's, let's put you in this hosting um, role. And you just like exceeded expectations by a thousand degrees. So mm -hmm. um, I can understand exactly what you mean and um, the evolution of that extended version and how you went back and, 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 and your perfectionism too. You wanted us to have your craft um, be the best way it could be. Um, it's just a t testament to you as a performer and as a professional. Um, let's talk about balance a little bit because a lot of people face this. Um, you've got a personal life, you've got family, you've got friends, and you've got this, uh, we'll call it a job um, in the mm -hmm. public eye. Uh, do you have to turn it off sometimes? And I'm kind of speaking to social media a little bit. But um, yeah. is it like, hey, it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> let's, you know, let's have family dinner. Let's do this. Um, do you find that difficult or is it like pretty, pretty good balance for you right now? You know, I kind of, I, I have, I've been really hard on myself, but in a, in a healthy way to not look back on my 20s and say, you know what? I just, I just worked my 20s away. I worked it into the ground. I didn't enjoy it. I, I, you know, I didn't take trips. I didn't just live life. So I, it's a battle within myself to know that, you know, it's okay to not be a workaholic 24 seven. And although a lot of people may have that mentality and that drive, um, I, I, I've been, you know, creating the balance every day. Every day is a new challenge for me to have balance in my life. If, if I can, um, I love what I do. I, I'm grateful enough that my artistry and who I present myself um, to be as an artist is really me. So it's not like a facade I have to put on and like, you know, kind of mm -hmm. force my way, you know, some type of entity that I'm really not. That's, that's a blessing that I just being authentically myself when I am in my work mode. Um, but I, I do really have to pray and just find, find the moments in the pockets that I can to, either reward myself or to like forcibly, forcefully tell myself, you know what, close the laptop, put the pen down, whatever you mm -hmm. need to do, because you need, you need time to restore. You, you can't put out good work if you're not restoring yourself creatively 
and mentally, you know, and with food or whatever, or with rest and with even, you know, being entertained as an entertainer, we're just, we're, we're giving, giving, giving a lot of ourselves, you know, on stage or whatever else. Right. And, um, sometimes it's good to just want to be entertained and have a, have a recharge of, of different arts and, um, to be fueled by that. So I've, I've been able to, I haven't mastered it <laughs> by far. But it, it's been it's been interesting to kind of navigate through my own back and forth of the um, time management or just or just you know really trying to make sure I, I don't run myself into the ground, especially during my twenties. I'm trying to go into you know this holiday season. You know, my sister. This is funny. At Thanksgiving, cause my my song came out so recently, so my sister was like, you know what? It's time for you to do a a, a concert. You know, have your own headlining concert. And, you know, she probably didn't even know that that's something that's been on my mind and it's something I'd like to oh. do next year. You know what? Do it for your birthday. I said, uh-uh. Nope. No, no, no. <laughs> nope. I sit down before the family started getting all excited and planning already because I appreciated her for, for saying that. Um, but there's just been too many instances in, in the past where I've either, you know, not been in town for my birthday or just not been able to enjoy things because of work or because mm-hmm. things were double booked or whatever. So, um it's a really uh with being an independent artist you have to know when to put your own foot down to say no to things um and then when it's time for it to happen it's going to happen and then you're going to give it your all uh, when the moment comes that is so fascinating it reminds me i'm um, actually the last guest i had on the show um sarah faith she she's doing um it's called a live local tour um she's an mm. independent artist you know kind of working toward um some sort of you know future and uh it's an amazing concept. What she's literally doing is reaching out. And if somebody wants to host her, she brings the gear. Um, she's going to have the amp and the mic and the guitar and her and make a very intimate, um, show in someone's mm-hmm. backyard, a smaller venue, but a, a chance to kind of connect with the true fans of her music. So, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not trying to put anything on your plate or to, to add on to what your sister said, but I could, uh-huh. I could kind of see you, uh, right. doing something like that, um, starting as, you know, as a show here, because you're our headliner material. <laughs> mm, thank you. Yeah, I know you have the voice, you have the dynamic, you have the entertainment um, factor. I just, uh, that has, I, you probably shouldn't have told me this because I'm going to feed <laughs> add fuel to the fire. <laughs> but I, I, what I get back to is I appreciate the fact that you do take that time because you're right, as an independent artist, you're getting pulled in many directions, you're doing a lot of things, but you can stop it. You can put the brakes on it. And uh, I yeah. love that, that you would just say, you know what, <laughs> I, I'm, ex- I'm, ex- I'm excited as you guys are, my family about right. this, but hey, let's, let's, you know, let's grab the turkey and let's have some stuffing. And, you know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's an, uh, that's amazing. And it, hopefully you can maintain that. And I know we talked before about um, those that pull from the entertainment industry that is a, a, a negative um are you going to be able to maintain the course you imagine, right? That's just a, yeah. a a part of you to be able to say no. I guess that's the big question is, is, are you going to find it more difficult to say no in the future? Or do you think you're going to be able to say no and say yes to the right things as you move along? You know, I, I hope moving forward that um, as I continue to learn the business, as I continue to be confident as a businesswoman, because, you know, it's not just, grabbing the mic and singing, you know, if I'm going to be, if I'm going to have the, um, the control over my career, I have to be a businesswoman. I have to step into those big shoes and make big choices. Um, and that comes with being decisive. 
that's something I have been praying over to have more of in my life decisiveness and just and just strengthen my decisions. Um, I would hope <laughs> that as I grow and get older and have you know bigger things come into play, that um, you know the right decisions will just be apparent, and, and, and they'll you know that God will speak to me and, and tell me what it is I need to do. And um, like I said, with having the roots that I have and that I'm you know, just so blessed and honored to have um, from a young, just since birth, with just being in the church and being surrounded by, by great people, great family members, um, a great community, um, that's really instilled in me already a nice trajectory of going towards the right way of, of staying on path and not letting you know myself get pulled severely by the industry um, because I know it can be a shark and it can be really almost like a, a tsunami when you get involved. Mm -hmm. And um, I think, I think I, I, I feel very confidently in just where I'm going and how I've already been maneuvering within it um, that I'll be able to make the right decisions. And, and I, I know that that's really where I want, what I want to happen because I know if I, if I'm not doing what, what I feel like I should be doing, I'm not going to be happy. So I'm not going to want to be involved. <laughs> and I, if, if I'm doing that, I'm going to want to be happy. So sure. that, that's what, my, what I hope to do. Yeah. And I think that's sage advice. Um, really for anyone in this, in this business is to surround yourself with a, a core group of people who are there for all the right reasons. And of course your family starts that way. Um, by blood, you're, you're, you've got your group and as your yeah. circle expands to just, you know, keep it, um, as, as tight as possible with people who will do anything and go the extra mile to, to support your dream. And, and likewise, um, yeah. you would do the same thing for them. And I think that's, I've seen that a lot. I've seen that with the, with performers who have a, you know, have their backing and, and they, and they go far. So I think that's great. Um, I'd love to move a little bit into gear. I like to talk to about uh, gear with a lot of my guests because it's, uh, it's sometimes it's a hot button topic. Sometimes it's like, I don't really care. I just pick up this and that. <laughs> um, but mm -hmm. you've, you've got enough, um, mileage, let's say in the, in the business or years in the business to, are there certain things that you, um, you know, not must have necessarily, but your dependable um, items of your craft that uh, that you know we can share that knowledge onto others, and if they choose to try it out, maybe it would work for them too. Like, Absolutely. Uh, um, right off the bat, I'm just I'm looking at it right in front of me. Um, <laughs> uh, my hard drive, my uh, SSD uh, hard drive that that's just so important, and um, I really need to back up. So I have a backup because. Too, too often, and not for wood, but too often I hear about people, you know, having their hard drive either, you know, lost or whatever the case is, mm -hmm. and that would just be so devastating. So I, I think that as a creative, anybody, whatever you do, you know, and I, I'm, I'm kind of a hoarder, so I love to hold on to this old project, <laughs> old, keep as much as possible. Um, because they're just, they're just, you know, they're, 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 they're cute to me just to have, have older things. So definitely a hard drive is helpful. Um, especially when you're on the go, just to have it on you, but also um, so that it's safe and not, you know, something that can be easily destroyed or erased. Sure. As a performer, um, I got hooked on this certain mic stand. It's kind of weird, but it's a mic stand that um, just the way it maneuvers up up and down, you don't have to kind of unscrew it or finagle with it. Um, it's like a grip. You kind of grip the class and it's, I can't really explain it, but um, it's well, been but helpful. It, it takes away the awkwardness of, of that movement yeah. and makes it quick. 
Mm-hmm. I, 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 oh. I, I got me one of those. So even if it's a performance venue that, you know, they probably have my chance for me, I probably always pack it in my car and use it just in case. You just never know sometimes. Yeah. And um, uh, outside of that, another great thing I've invested in recently has been my own banner. But it's a vertical banner, almost like a step and repeat, but it's just a bit skinnier. And it's something that I can, you know, roll up and roll down into my car um, for performances where I might not have the luxury of a big screen behind me with my name and my social media and all this and that for people to see as I'm on stage and um, that I'll prop it up in front of the stage or right in front of the audience or whatever. So as people are going back back and forth or passing it or, you know, even seeing me, they can reference that and take a picture of it and and boom, they instantly are able to remember, you know, all your information especially when you're singing, you don't get the chance to, you know, announce your name every two seconds. You have <laughs> right. to and you're not wearing so, it on your shirt or anything. So, <laughs> right. so that, that extra bit of mer- mer- um, uh, marketing and branding yourself is really important. I- I've really enjoyed um, having that with me and I continue you know, to use it a bit more. Um, some other little things I do, I, I do my editing for my videos um, for most of my content that's online mm-hmm. and social media. So I use Adobe Premiere Pro. Um, software I've, I've been enjoying that i'm still learning you know everything about it but um it's been getting the job done so that's been fun you know i started with iMovie like most people have um yeah. but i'm using adobe premiere um same thing with production i started with uh garage band and mm-hmm. now more to logic um i do know about the other ones but you know logic is where i'm comfortable for right now and so i move on to the big boys um <laughs> and then um i i use my phone for, for for recording for the most part, looking forward to getting a nice camera. Um, and there's different apps that I, I, I love that I go to to help me kind of do any quick edits and stuff like that um, for my for my content. Yeah, that sounds good. And then you've spoken well to the evolution of, of the tools of the trade. Um, yeah. It's amazing. Um, so on the horizon, oh, you know what we have forgotten completely we forgot alone (laughs) we left alone alone so let's move back into that because that's very current for you is just released um and of course it was a hot topic at the dinner table recently Mm -hmm. so uh yeah talk about that a little bit and and your thoughts around where that might go and uh and i think you said you've already gotten some great feedback from fans on it um what's happening with that sure yes alone is my latest single um, it's just an anthem. It, it's an anthem for embracing embracing the times where you might be by yourself. And um, whether that's because, you know, you're going through weird things with your friends, like you name it. Um, there, there might be a time in your life where you kind of feel alone. Maybe you're moving to a new city, whatever the case is. I wanted this song to be relatable to those circumstances because um, there's such an empowering breakthrough that can happen once you kind of own being alone in a positive light and, and don't let that um, kind of be your downfall to, to feeling mm-hmm. sad about life and sad about your circumstances. Um, I wrote it some years ago, so it was just so um, important for me to have songs that I've had done for a while and to just try to get them out there. That's what, that's what my goal is for, for the, for the, this upcoming year to, um, you know, get things released and, and let people see more of my music as much as I can. Um, with, but still keeping my sanity <laughs> throughout my workload. Right. Um, yeah, the Lone is an anthem. It, 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 um, 
uh, it's fun, but, but the message behind it can be uh, just touching just to know that, you know, you, you may not be surrounded by whoever you think you want in your corner, but no matter what, you know, especially if you're, you know, religious like I am, I know I'm always going to have my faith um, as a cushion. And, um, but it's going to take self-work. It's going to take work to get to that spot of, of being confident in that, um, you know, state of being alone, but it's going to be so worth it. So I wanted people to, to, to um, resonate with that. And, um, you know, just like with my other songs, I, I kind of think that every single <laughs> of mine should have a, a video. Every song I write, I'm always already thinking about a video for it. Um, this song, I definitely see one happening. Um, I don't want to rush it, but I, I do think that the message is, is poignant enough to really be deserving of a nice video. I just want to get, I, I want to do it justice. So I've been toiling, uh, you know, toiling around with some ideas already. Um, and I think once the new year hits, I think that's really the time to really kick off for the production of, of a video to come out and, um, you know, but also give me some time in between the release of the song to just breathe and enjoy the song being out on the song before I get into work mode again about the video. And it's good. Like you said, it's nice to take a break from something and come back with a fresh perspective and it, it yeah. just helps you to generate new ideas. Um, I was, I was thinking of this as you were talking. So it was 2020. You said that you wrote that one. And of course that would plant us in, um, in COVID um, mm-hmm. pretty deep in that time. And that was that a, a driving force because literally for the first time in, in history or modern history, we have isolation, purposeful isolation and uh, people had to learn to, to be alone. Um, much yeah. Do you think that had anything to do with it? Like from the Genesis of the song or could someone interpret the song as a reflection on that time? Oh, absolutely. I think that it's just a coincidental that um, they, they, they relate so much. Um, I believe I, I, I started writing alone. I feel like I want to say 2019, mm-hmm. but um, I will say during the pandemic was when I was taking initiative to get uh, some of my songs reproduced and just ready for just ready to be released. So that was one of the few that I picked and I just knew that it was, it, it was, it was time for me mm-hmm. to pick that one get finished and for that to be um my my single that happened after corduroy um i was ready to kind of give something a little more upbeat for for the for the people and um but also with with a message that it's just it, it, it's refreshing but it, it it's not a ballad where you where you want to cry afterwards like it might yeah. make you want to cry you'll probably still be dancing at the same time so um the pandemic, uh, you know, like exactly how you said with being alone in that time, um, that's where I was able to really hone in on knowing that this song was ready to be released and, and, and getting it done with my priority. Yeah, that makes total sense. All right. Well, we're almost here at the end. Um, so you've got alone and that's going to simmer for a while. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about your, um, like what keeps you busy other than um, producing your own stuff. Do you have uh, some some other gigging that you do? I know that there's something coming up in March, but uh, maybe we'll hit that. At, <laughs> we'll hit that at the very end. As a, to, yeah. But, but what what goes on with you um, to kind of keep your creative juices flowing um, on a regular basis? For sure. Yes, I am. I've been a busy, busy bee, and <laughs> you have. I, yeah, I am. Um, since 2018, I've been a part of this theatrical stage stage show called Drumline Live. It's an HBCU-inspired um, 
national tour and uh, productions. And um, yeah, you just it's just packing a punch of what it what it feels like to be um, involved in the HBCU marching band. It, it's a whole world that a lot of people don't know, and it's just so entertaining and so rich of, of culture and just fun and um, awesome musicality. And so in that production, I've been dance captain, so it's mainly you know dance for me, and that's mm-hmm. been great to explore that side of my talent. Um, and, you know, but singing is involved and uh, it has the whole nine costumes, lights. And that's, that's so much of what I've already been itching to get at um, for my own productions, my own tours. So I've been blessed to be a part of that production. Outside of that, something a little more, well, kind of um, a little more frequent is um, I am in the uh, scene of bands here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I'm in a band called Fleet Irresistible. Um, we are an entertainment performance band, um, you know, for all types of gigs, corporate events. Um, we are doing uh, birthday parties, weddings, whatever the case is. But this band has been such a pleasure to be a part of because everyone in the band is just out here getting it like I am. And um, the, the, the talent and the energy that we bring is truly, truly insane and just really on the next level. And it's, I've, like I said, with Drumline, um, the caliber is so even across the board with, with those two outside things and with what I do. So it's just, it doesn't feel like work. It just feels like I'm continuing to, um, I may be traveling. I may be, you know, having a lot on my plate, but it's worth it because it's performing and it's performing with people that, you know, are good and that love it and um, traveling here and there and getting like a taste of what it'll be like when it's, you know, when it's under my own name. Um, yes, I I do live with that. So, you know, I'm blessed to have kind of 80% of those be performing. Yeah. And it's funny too, because, um, and this, that's not funny, but I, it's in stark contrast to the the mindset, um, let's say the, the starving artist who's working tables uh, in Mm -hmm. California and Los Angeles or whatever, um, which is a, a whole different deal. You're able to. Um, nourish yourself, nourish your creative juices with work that you love doing um, right. and, and maybe even reaping the benefit of, of learning some, you know, a couple of new dance moves here and there or, or huh? seeing how you are as an instructor. Cause if you're a dance captain, you're teaching others how to do it and, you know, learning about yourself and how you deliver messages and, and the whole nine yards. I think that's um, fantastic. It can only um, propel you further. So um, I'm, I'm so I'm enthralled with that. I'm happy that you're able to do that. And like you said, it's, it's a true blessing. So um, to close out, because I don't want to yeah. keep you here all night. I know you've got a thousand things to do, but um, <laughs> there is something in March that you're going to be involved in. You better know it. I <laughs> am so grateful to be hosting for the third time. Yay. Georgia has 2023. Um, just an, an amazing show from top to bottom. And, beyond that it's the show that has purpose and meaning um to help beat out cancer and and, and be a part of the people and and the people who not even if you've you know been affected by cancer from a loved one or just in a close relationship it's just a good it's just a good organization and a good show that um is bringing different talents from all ages together and i just couldn't say no to being involved with it and um Granted, I was kind of 
taken aback because, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, you had told me I was going to be hosting. I said, huh? <laughs> so, like, oh my goodness, I, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable on stage, but, you know, hosting was a little different and I hadn't had much experience in that, but it's been such a, a, an awesome way to open, just to easily kind of go through a different avenue of what my artistry can do without me even knowing and just taking that leap and trusting you and already, you know, enjoying what, what the whole mission uh, is that you guys have. So, um, yeah, I'll be hosting March 18th, Georgia Has Talent. Um, definitely excited, as I always am, to be involved. And we'd love to have you out and uh, and to have you a part of that. And what you might not know on the other side of the coin there, and, and I didn't know that you had any apprehensions at all about doing it because I had total faith <laughs> in seeing all of the things that you had done before. So, um, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't see it. Um, I, I challenge mm-hmm. anyone to see anything aside from total confidence and delivering the message and just the, the things that you come up to, uh, with to say about the artists, um, in between, if there's any awkward pauses, if we're having gear trouble or whatnot, you fill that, that space for us. It's just, a, again, a testament to someone who thrives on the stage and who can uh, manage a situation no matter which way it goes sideways. And I, I just, I'm, I'm so appreciative of the things that you do for that. And uh, I just can't wait to see how it grows with you in the future. And uh, it's been a super pleasure to talk to you. And I can't wait to reconnect with you in March, if not before. And uh, mm-hmm. of course, all the things that we've mentioned here, we'll try to reference at um, the website, livinginthelimelight.com. And uh, of course, through the podcasting sites. So thank you, Coley, for giving us your time and uh, best wishes for everything coming up. And it's been a super pleasure to talk to you. Thank you, Jason. Phenomenal. I appreciate you. I will see you on March 18th, hopefully sooner. But thank you so much for, for this interview. It was, it was a joy. Me too. All right. Take care. <laughs> talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. First, I'm going to double check before I leave. Pack my bag, my phone, my keys. You know I'm a natural girl, but miss the weeds. On the crazy nights like these. Self insane.